from Charter Hall and Banish, this is Sustainability Further. I'm your host, Lottie DL. You're listening to Sustainability Further, a podcast by Charter Hall. One of Australia's leading property groups, Charter Hall is focused on creating innovative spaces and going further to build a better future for all. In his role as Group Head of ESG for Charter Hall, Andrew Cole is responsible for the group's sustainability strategy and reporting, community partnerships and works to integrate the group's environmental, social and governance outcomes across the business. In this episode, we discover what drives Andrew towards building a more sustainable future and his plans on how Charter Hall will get there. So thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today, Andrew. Let's kick off this episode with a big question. What does sustainability mean to you? Thanks, Lottie, and pleased to to be with you and the listeners. Um, To me, sustainability is really about the way in which environmental and social value can be created alongside financial returns. And really what that means is uh, investing in initiatives that create healthier outcomes for both the people and the planet, and really leaves a planetary system for future generations, which enables them not only to survive, but to thrive. No, I definitely agree. It's great. It's a great motto to have. So you've joined Charter Hall as group head of ESG with over 20 years of experience in sustainability real estate, sustainable finance, ESG integration and public policy creation. The most recent Charter Hall sustainability report highlighted some of the extraordinary results that have been delivered across Charter Hall's environmental, social and governance goals in FY21. So what are some of the areas that you're looking to focus on the next 12 months yeah for me the next 12 months uh, will all be around building momentum I think it's evident that Charter Hall has had and continues to have a very strong focus on delivering environmental social and governance outcomes and for me I think there's three key aspects Um, the first is our continued focus on addressing a changing climate Uh, Like many organisations, Charter Hall believes that it has a key role to play in meeting the challenges presented by a changing climate. And to do that, we are focusing in on our investment strategies around clean energy. And as a business, pleasingly, we have currently 41 megawatts of solar deployed across our our buildings and, and platform. And one of the core focuses for us will be to look at both on-site solar investigations and opportunities to expand that, as well as um, off-site solar partnerships that we can build uh, for our grid-supplied electricity needs. Another core focus is around active partnerships. And I have a, having just joined the organisation, I have a very strong conviction that in partnership with our tenant and investor customers, we'll be able to unlock next generation sustainable outcomes for the built environment. Um, you know, there is, a, there is a proverb, which is if you want to go fast, go alone. Uh, if you want to go far, go together. And I think in really um, going further, we need to go further together. And, um, and it's, it, it's in the spirit of partnership that I think um, innovation can, can be driven into uh, portfolios of buildings. 
So I think it's really interesting. We're seeing across the sustainability sphere, I guess, this kind of that people in competition also work very collaboratively, which I think is a really interesting approach when it comes to climate change and fighting it. So what are some of the kind of the key partnerships that we're, that you're looking to work on? Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. And pleasingly, the real the real estate and property and construction sector in Australia has a very proud history of collaborating. Um, I'd be the first to also say that um, there's a healthy competitive streak between um, Australian property organisations, which plays its role in helping to drive sustainability into both new and existing assets. Um, for me, I think there's some really core partnerships around helping. Um, tenants unlock their own sustainability strategies. Um, today we see, you know, more than 50% by market capitalisation of big listed Australian companies transitioning to renewable energy, striving for net zero carbon in operation. And what we know is that buildings globally play around 40% of the world's global greenhouse gas emissions. So, by partnering to transition towards renewables for house power needs and partnering with our tenants around their own renewable investment strategies and journeys, there's a very complementary emerging theme there around partnerships for uh, clean and affordable energy. And that's something that I'm really excited by and I think we'll only see more of it in the next few years. No, I think it is great to see. So you are chair of the National Sustainability Roundtable for the Property Council of Australia. All of your titles are just so long, it's crazy. <laughs> and you play a very active role in shaping the whole Australian property industry. So what do you think the future of this industry looks like? I think it's a great question. Um, and I think... I think two things uh, are really important. It's pretty evident that the direction of travel for new developments and new places is one where we start to design out fossil fuel-related plant and equipment. Um, so the theme or the thematic of all electric buildings enabled to be net zero carbon in operation from day one is is one that will continue to gain momentum. And so if those assets have all electric plant and equipment um, are able to maximise on-site solar uh, generation or energy generation and storage within their own operations, plus are powered by grid-supplied renewables, um, I think net zero carbon buildings is definitely going to be the way of the future. Equally, I think we need to think about resilient and strong communities as it, as it relates to future of buildings. And by that, I mean... How do we design for a changing climate in the places that we create and the places that we manage? And uh, resilience and climatic resilience and designing for future climate scenarios is a core focus that the sector is taking so that we have more connected and safer places um, in the likely, likelihood of more severe weather events or greater rainfall events, um, which we are today experiencing. Yeah, no, it is kind of trying to predict the future and plan for it, which is so, so hard, especially as everything's progressing at so much of a faster rate than we anticipated when it comes to the climate. Lottie, I think that's absolutely right. What we're seeing is um, future climate scenarios being used 
to test strategic resilience of strategy of fixed buildings and assets. Um, and what we will see is the integration of adaptation measures over time to ensure that we have more connected, safer and secure places which can respond to changing climate events and, 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 and weather events. Equally important for me and a core focus for the property sector is the measurement of social value and how the places that we manage and the cities that we operate can contribute to really strong community and social value partnerships. Um, so I think that's another core focus that the real estate and construction sector is making. And by that, I mean uh, employment standards, responsible supply chain and understanding procurement models. And I think there's some fantastic work that the property and construction sector is doing in this space today. I think it's a really holistic approach, which I think is exactly what is needed because you can't really focus on just one element of sustainability. It needs to be that whole, yeah, the holistic approach, which is easier said than done. That's right. And I think, you know, going back to that theme of partnerships, it's why um, organisations like Charter Hall really partner with member organisations like the Green Building Council of Australia to ensure that we have next generation rating tools that we can design and deliver new places or assets in creation, as well as measure, benchmark and track the performance of our existing building stock. Uh, and that for me is uh, a really important differentiator that Australian buildings have. No, it's, it's very, very exciting to be involved in something like that. Could you please explain to us what your net zero 2030 targets are? Yeah, thanks, Lottie. I, um, Charter Hall has a commitment to operate net zero carbon in operation by 2030 for scopes one and two. Um, pleasingly, what we have seen is our entire office portfolio from 1 July of this year switch to 100% renewable electricity grid supplied and our retail sector will be net zero carbon in operation for scopes one and two by 2025. So we're well on the journey to that. Um, I think a key direction of travel for the business will be to establish a scope three target. And I'd suggest, Lottie, that that's one for you and your listeners to keep an eye out because it's certainly a core focus for me and my team. So I just want to ask you kind of one more question coming back to Charter Hall's net zero target for 2030. What are some of the biggest challenges that you're up against and how does your team plan on tackling this? Yeah, fantastic question. I think what we know in new buildings and the creation of place is that a real challenge is the upfront emissions or the embodied carbon that is dependent in the materials and products that create places. Um, so our team across our office portfolio is partnering with our supply chain to test and trial alternative fuels and net zero carbon construction services so that our building contractors use all electric cranes, are looking at alternative fuels for any diesel use on site. And importantly, then go further upstream within our supply chain to look at low carbon concrete, low carbon steel. So I feel that there is a role for our places to help to transform and unlock innovation within our supply chain. So that's a challenge, but I'm optimistic that um, 
that momentum is building in both the demand for these products and materials and products for this for the building and construction sector as well as demand another oh and sorry and and just another core core challenge but i think it links very nicely with with tenants is partnering with tenants around their own emissions footprint um what we see is like-minded tenant customers heading down a renewables and a net zero carbon scenario and I think mapping our operational scope three emissions for our business is going to be um, be a really strong point of difference for the sector moving forward. Definitely. So, so just for our listeners who haven't heard of what kind of scope one, two and three emissions are, can you just quickly explain a little bit about what they are? Yeah, sure. So for an organisation like Charter Hall, our scope one emissions are the direct emissions from gas and diesel use within our building operations. And our scope two emissions would be the direct electricity related emissions to power the base building. Um, Our scope three emissions uh, are those emissions that are generated upstream from us. And by upstream, I mean by the supply chain from which we engage to build new products and services. And then downstream, those scope three emissions would be our tenants, scope two and scope one emissions. So they are their direct energy use emissions. And generally speaking, scope three emissions are by far the largest of the three. That's that's correct, especially when you think about tenant emissions. So in an office, it's probably 45% of the emissions are landlord controlled and 55% of the emissions would be tenant controlled. Yeah, so they can directly have an impact on getting and reaching those goals. That's right. And I think the way in which they use their space and how we can share data and share insights about space utilisation and space performance they're all exciting things that um, we're already seeing start to take place across our portfolios. Cannot wait. I will keep an eye out for it, that's for sure. But thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, Andrew. I'm sure that our listeners have really enjoyed meeting you and finding out about all of your future plans. Fantastic. And thanks for having me and look forward to um, being a part of the podcast again in the future. This conversation is part of Charter Hall and Banish's podcast series, Sustainability Further. This series has been designed to inspire Australians to be more environmentally responsible and to take climate action. Sustainability Further is produced by Banish. Charter Hall's purpose is to create better futures by bringing aspirations to life.